All right, what's going on, guys? Um, this is Enzo Micucci. I'm here with... Brendan McDermott. Kevin Sweeney. And we're going to be starting a new uh, podcast for the Sports Analytics Club here at Fairfield. Uh, it's going to be centered around fantasy football and a little bit of sports betting. So uh, we're just going to get right into it. We're going to start with um, some start-sit start advice. Uh, I'll let Dot lead this one off. Yeah, I've got a got a hot one this week. Got Brian Robinson as a sit this week against the Buffalo Bills, coming off twenty point twenty eight point outing against the Broncos. You know, you think he's he's doing hot, he's doing real good. He's coming against a Bills defense that has let up damn near no fantasy points to running backs. It's been quite ridiculous. Josh Jacobs, a top twenty player in fantasy, gets negative two rushing yards against this Bills defense. The Washington, they're not going to be winning this game they're gonna be throwing the ball i predict brian robinson under six points wow. this week that's uh six points it's a hot one for the rb1 in washington it's a hot all one. right all right kev um my start for the week i'm gonna say go out and start jordan addison the first round pick from minnesota i like that mm. i think he's had two very good games scoring 16 points against tampa bay and philly i think he's coming up uh with a big week uh a big opportunity this week against the chargers don't hate it don't hate that either uh i'm gonna go with hunter henry this week (sighs) jeez i i think hunter henry is a really good tight end hunter henry all right i think he's a really good tight end uh the pats are gonna be up against the jets we know they have a good defense but considering that considering that um hunter henry got six and seven targets respectively i mean that's that's a pretty good. good pretty good uh target share for a tight end and i think you know me and dot have been going back and forth about some tight ends he doesn't really think that after kelsey you know not he too thinks, much i think it's a crapshoot yeah i got hawkinson in, in my league so I I, i'm liking his 25 points last week but uh i like hunter henry this week i think he gets a lot of uh red zone volume and uh i think he's max favorite target he's just a big bodied receiver he's gonna go up there and make a catch i mean we all saw that one-handed snag against the eagles Abso- absolute master class mm. he's been he's been a staple in that patriots offense since he arrived um so i don't hate that against the jets too um, the only problem I have with the Jets is that their linebacking core lately has um, been stifling. Mm. Um, you saw it against the Bills, Cowboys. They were able to get some pressure in the tight ends, um, but I don't. I don't hate the start for Hunter Henry this week. All right. Mm. So now let's uh, let's move on to any waiver wire advice. I know Dot just uh, mm. scooped up Jerome Ford. Did did Jerome Ford? You know, scooped off the waivers yesterday. Was very excited. And was absolutely a tragedy when I saw new contract Kareem Hunt to the Browns. Just absolutely punched to my gut right there. You know, they'd come back, going to give Kareem Hunt $4 million. To do what is really my question. To just take, yeah, Jerome, we'll Ford's, to take Jerome Ford's yards. Jerome you know? Ford's yards. You're, you're, you're talking about a former top running back in the league, Kareem Hunt, coming off the waiver wire, who I actually just picked up. Um, I think he, first week, maybe back, first week back, he might not get as many touches. Um, but throughout the rest of the uh, season, he knows the coach, he knows the offense, he knows the system. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this will be Kareem's backfield going forward um, after this week. Don't I'm don't out. hate that. Uh, I mean, as we saw before, Kareem Hunt kind of dealt with some off-the-field issues, mm-hmm. a couple injuries. You know, he's 28 years old. Mm-hmm. That's uh, kind of at the end of the shelf there, I'd shelf so. life for a running back. And 
I mean, Jerome Ford looked good. I think he, he cut it to the right, and then he, he cut it back, bounced all the way down, huge week. down to the left. And, a huge uh, week. It's got to be a huge pick-me-up for that Browns offense, no Got doubt. stopped at the one-yard line, the long touchdown. You know, if he scores that, that's a huge, with a 30 bomb. In yeah, fantasy right that's there, true, a 30 bomb. Mm-hmm. I think he's Something your team could definitely use. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. instead Absolutely. your running backs are... Uh, is it again, David Montgomery? They're and, they're, not, they're uh, not too hot. Who's also injured? Joshua Kelly. They're they're RB1 not too hot. And RB2. Not too hot. But, All right. Uh, yeah, Mr. Kev. But waiver wire. What, what's someone? Who is someone you're looking at to really scoop off the wire? I I got him today. I said Kareem Hunt. Wow. I mean wow. Kareem Hunt sharing sharing the Browns backfield with wow. Jerome. Jeez. Um, like I said, he might not be have the immediate impact as Jerome might be a better waiver wire scoop for this week. But I think throughout the rest of the season. To all the fantasy owners out there listening, go pick up uh, Kareem Hunt. Mm. All right, Kareem Hunt. All right, and uh, for me, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say go ahead and go pick up Tank Dell. Week one, he didn't see uh, that many targets, just about four for 34 yards. But he did have an average uh, reception of 11.3 yards. Uh, and then week two, he stepped it up. Seven receptions, he got 10 targets in that god-awful Houston Texans offense um, with an average of 10 yards per reception, and he also got in for a score. Obviously, we don't know if that um, touchdown is or the touchdowns are going to keep up with Tank, but um, I like him just to stick at the end of the bench. There's always a couple players that uh, surprise us every season, so I'm going to go with Tank Dell. And uh, next, I'm going to hand it off to Dot. Yeah, real quick on Tank Dell, absolutely love that play. I think uh, the Houston Texans offense, not going to score a lot of touchdowns, but they're going to be down by two, three touchdowns right. in most games. C.J. Stroud, I think he leads the league in pass attempts right now. He's going to be. Absolutely great target to get their wide receivers. You know, maybe first half of the game, they're not going to be right. very good, but when they're down 25, right. trying to score touchdowns, he's going to be airing the ball out. Right. I think Tank Dell and Nico Collins, who I sadly just had to get rid of in fantasy, both great players, great for fantasy. But off the waiver wire, uh, now the some hop some players I think so we think maybe overvalued or undervalued. For me, it's undervalued. It's Raheem Mostert. I think, you know, it's rumored that there's a Jonathan Taylor trade coming. That would be that would shake the NFL. But I think I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Raheem is the truth because I think NFL teams they're starting to realize this. It started with the Chiefs in 2019, 2020. They realized that yeah, we can't play single high cover three safeties. Tyreek Hill is going to just go crazy on our coverage. And we have to back up our safeties. And they, they realized that stopped Patrick Mahomes for a while. But then he learned the dink and dunks. And that's why Kelsey is such a force in fantasy because he gets so many catches. And it happened again last year with the Eagles. where Or this year with the Eagles, I feel like it's happened because they're backing up their safeties. That's why A.J. Brown, I feel like, has been such a disappointment because they can't get big plays. They're backing up the safeties, playing cover two, playing cover four, letting the... Really, the underneath routes eat, and it's been Devontae Smith season. I think the same things that happened with the Dolphins. You know, it's Tyree Kill, it's Jalen Waddle, it's the speed, and I feel that teams are gonna not let them get those 20, 25 yard plays, and instead it's Raheem. It's six yards, six yards, six yards, just going up and down the field. And in his first two games, he's been he's been gross. You know, it's the Chargers. Not very good. 10 attempts for 37 yards. Gets the touchdown, but against the Patriots, 18 attempts for 121. It's fantastic. And got the two touchdowns. Yards per carry at 6.7 is elite. And the Patriots defense, that's a for real defense. 
And I think the entire year, the Dolphins are going to lean more and more on the run game because defense mm-hmm. are going to give it to them more and more. Mm-hmm. I think Raheem is a top 12, top 15 running back going forward in fantasy football. Raheem, though, but would you have any worries about uh, A-Chain in the backfield there? Because he was kind of – people he were was, looking at him before was, the season started. He was definitely hyped up, but I feel like – in two games, he would have made a lot more of an impact. All right. I'm not sure if he's even gotten 10 carries total. Okay. Raheem's gotten 28. All right. But I do see like Devon A. Chain, you know, really just like lurking there. Yeah. But Raheem, Raheem's the guy. I personally preseason did not believe in Raheem. Thought A. Chain was the guy, but mm-hmm. right now Raheem. Raheem's he, he's proved it. He's proved it against like quality that. defenses. Stop believes in Raheem. I, I do. All right. Well, then we're gonna move on. I'm gonna say my buy high. I believe Ooh. in. Puka Nakua, the Rams wide receiver that took the league by storm so far this year. Um, last week against San Francisco, a lot of people had him first off the waiver wire. Um, 15 receptions, 147 yards. We uh, week before that against the Seahawks, 10 receptions, 119 yards, averaging almost 11 yards per reception. But I think what makes Puka Nakua so dangerous is his role in Cooper Cups. Uh, slot. He's going to have that slot down until Cooper Cup gets back. Um, that timeline is still undecided. Um, and another thing that I think is probably one of the best parts about Puka Nakua being so high right now is that he also has not scored any touchdowns yet. So he's That's putting up point. 30 points, 20 points, without scoring any touchdowns. He's getting the volume share. Matt Stafford loves throwing the ball to him. I think he's the guy you want right now. Um, and the guy moving forward, especially in that Rams offense. Yeah, buy high. I mean, you might get like, the lowest price you get Puka at this after this week. I don't know if he's I a don't consistent, even know what a package would consistent look like, yeah, wide receiver him. one. Well, who would have saw it coming is the thing. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's so well, hard to like gauge. Just like we said, there's always, there's always those guys. Yep, always. Exactly. Uh, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys, uh, moving on here, running back from Arizona, I'm going to tell you guys not to start him. Uh, that's running back James Conner. He had a great week last week. He finished with 18 points, got a lot of carries. Looks like he was running hard. He looked really, really good. However, he did that against the Giants defense. So this week coming in on the 24th, he's got a tough task in the Cowboys defense. And we saw how the Cowboys defense terrorized the the Jets. And the Giants. And the Giants, for that matter. So uh, I'm going to tell you to sit. Sit Connor this week, but I think he has a nice bounce back game uh, next week. Or sorry, no, I don't. He plays the 49ers, so maybe not. But uh, I do like Connor. I think he runs hard. Uh, he doesn't have that PPR upside that you want, but you know he still runs hard and he gets a lot of that goal goal line work. So I think he's just more touchdown dependent, Matt, uh, week by week. Definitely, definitely. I feel he's overperformed. These last couple weeks, you know, I think he's going to keep this volume. I think he's going to keep going. What, what else? Really, is there? really? You against think the, so? Against the not not necessarily Dallas against D. Dallas defense, but I think throughout the season, the when season. he has favorable matchups, mm. he's pretty much essentially the only option in the Cardinals' offense. It's I not mean, terrible. He is really a, no he's else. a good he's a good plug and play guy. Yeah. Mm, uh, I just I would just uh, advise all our listeners not to get too high and not to get too low on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that kind of wraps up our uh, fantasy football portion of the show. I think we're going to hand it off to Dot for his segment, Dot's Locks. First annual little Dot's Locks right here. Got five picks. Last week, posted on the, um, posted on the website, our five picks. But real quick, 
due to our nature of all being under 21. While we explore the data and analytics behind sports and our discussions on sports, sports betting are for informational and entertainment purposes only. Always gamble responsibly and within the law in your jurisdiction. Any betting decisions you make are solely your own responsibility. And with that out of the way, quick recap of last week. Went dead even. 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. And if you followed the teaser, you made some money at plus 120. Teaser absolutely smacked with the Jaguars plus 10.5, Bills minus 1, and Rams plus 14.5. So $10 betters are up $10 uh, on the year. So my first pick, it's it's pretty gross. It's I don't think my co-hosts are going to love it. It's the Buccaneers plus 4.5 and the over in that game. Against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh boy! You know, I don't hate you know, it. I don't hate it. I had my gross pick last week. It was the Rams plus seven. It it was just so close to missing, but yeah, McVay Sean McVay, really got you there. he came through. <laughs> absolutely came through. But maybe you know, maybe I'm too high on Baker Mayfield. I just might be. But I think this Bucks offense is all right. I think it's good enough. And he, I mean, he's averaging two forty five, two hundred forty five passing yards. TD and a half per game and zero on your interceptions on the whole year. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. It's, it is it is a good point it's, that it's you're bringing great. up, and I do agree. I think I think the the Bucks offense has been overperforming what they uh, were projected to do. Definitely, but definitely uh, I just want to say the Bucks offense. I know you like them. You think they're all right, but do you like them as much against the Niners? The Niners. That's who they're playing, right? They play the Philly. Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. All right, so, same difference. There's, Still there's two my great reasoning. Defense. There's my reasoning here. A lot of the Philly, the Philly pass defense, it's overrated. Wow. It's overrated. Here's the thing. They're D lined. Oh, fantastic. One of the best in the league. Led the yeah. league in sacks last year. You know, possibly due for some regression. That secondary though, that secondary has been a mirage. It's been it's been over overrated these really? pat this past year and a half ish. They played two games this year. It's Mac Jones and Kirk Cousins. Who Kirk Cousins last year they beat what twenty seven to seven? Absolutely killed them. This year, Mac and Kirk are averaging Mac Jones averaging three hundred and forty passing yards, three and a half touchdowns, and point five interceptions. My issue, I think the Eagles, you know, they could miss the Super Bowl this year, even though they're stacked roster. Jalen Hurts, great offense. If they don't get a sack, they're letting up big plays. I think they're relying on their pass rush a lot. I think they definitely are, and I think the Bucks can possibly take a lead in this game, which is just crazy to think. And I think four and a half, it's, I think it's low. I think casuals are going to look at that and be like, oh, it's Eagles by a touchdown? Easy. I don't think so. I think it's plus four and a half and the over. Give me that Bucks-Eagles Monday night. Second there it is. Indeed. First lock. First lock. First you know, I thought – Pencil it in. I think the over last week, my lock of the week, was the Steelers plus two and a half. That smacked. We're one and no. I think my lock, 46 and a half, the over. You know, plus four and a half, four, plus four and a half. The Eagles offense, they, they are for real. So they might score, might outscore Baker. But that over is fantastic to me. The next pick, it's Chiefs and Bears, but it's the under in that game. Yeah. I am so worried about this Bears team. Justin Fields scares me. He is Can't not. Pass. He's oh, he's he's ball. rough. And how? And I he's think, rough. I think he only had one rush attempt last game. Crazy, crazy stuff. I think it was Matt, a touchdown, but it was a one yard rush. Exactly, and it was a. It wasn't even a designed. Run. Oh yeah, I totally agree with you. I think I think the Bears are 
in I mean I I I wish they could get uh, relegated and oh, sent down. Oh, 100%. Because I, I just want a new team. I can't even watch them. <laughs> They're terrible. Flipping the channel, Red Zone comes on, you're just like, "Oh, the Bears really get exactly. on the Exactly. Exactly. Just not exciting. I don't I don't want to watch them get beat up. I just I feel bad. You know, I can't even make fun of them. Exactly. And you know, you would think with all this Bears hate in this podcast, you think it's Chiefs minus 13. It's a huge number. And you would think, you know, Charles terrible. And I honestly think it could hit. I don't think it's a terrible bet. But I just think it's too many points. 13, like, you never know what could happen. This Mahomes offense, I hate doubting them, but they haven't been that great. You know, scoring 20 points week one, 17 week two. I think that offense is a little shaky, but that defense is, dare I say, the best in the Mahomes era. I think this is the defense that, and I think Chiefs fans, the one-on-one, I think they should be more confident than ever that they're in that AFC championship game, as always. I think this game could realistically end 21-7 very easily, but I think it also end 30-0. I think Chicago quite literally cannot score more than 14 points. I think another bet you could go along with this if you wanted to, not in the locks, Bears under team total. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but if it's any more than 17, you should take that immediately. I think Eberflus gets fired midseason. I think it's a complete disaster in Chicago, and I think Caleb Williams is coming to town. Wow. All right. That's a bold prediction. It is. It is. My next pick, uh, my co-host, you know, they, they, they've they been poking fun of me for this one. My love for the Packers. My oh, love for the Packers. No, no. And this is, this, I just want to say one thing. Just like how we're talking about Chicago, when we're all sitting down and watching Red Zone together, <laughs> and they flip to the sorry-ass Packers terrible. versus, Jordan love versus the Falcons. Who <laughs> wants to watch that? Who wants... Aside from Bijan Robinson on the Falcons, who is spectacular. Of course. <laughs> Aside from Bijan, who wants to sit down and watch Desmond Ritter throw it up? Or Jordan Love, for that matter. Here's the thing. I do. The Packers, minus two. It's such a nice bet for me. I think the Packers, their game against the Falcons. We were so mad watching Red Zone flipping it on and off. I saw Packers 24-14, and I forgot the game. I, thought, I just thought it was going to be over. And I was like, oh, damn, I should have bet on the Packers this week. They say they lost by, they lost 25-24. Like, I think, I think the Packers are so, I think they're so for real. I think the Lions should be worried in the NFC North. And wow. I think that Jordan Love is the truth. Mm. Six TDs, mm. wow. zero picks, mm. leads the league in passer rating. 114 passer rating. He's played rating who? The Falcons two games. remind me of the first week? Falcons and the Bears. Okay. Falcons oh, the so, Bears. Oh, no, please. No, but he's uh, six to <laughs> listen, six listen. touchdowns and zero. Listen, listen. The zero Bears defense, picks. they get listen. a lot of picks. Though. No, That's they the do. Hey, and hey, so do the so. Falcons. <laughs> Jordan Love. Listen, listen. He, he was dicing up the Bears defense. He was. Not, not like I could either. Listen, they're playing the Saints. It's a great defense. It's a great defense. But last game, he wasn't without Aaron Jones and Christian Watson. And the game before, he just without Christian Watson. And I feel that it's probable they're getting both back. I'm not exactly sure what the injury report is, but I'm almost positive they 100% get Jones back this week. And if they get Watson, I think 100% minus two is free. Even without them, Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs have been fantastic for this team. And I think Derek Carr is not the answer at all. I think the Saints should not have signed yeah. him. He has been brutal. He has one touchdown and two picks. Yep. And I see this offense crumbling. In Green Bay, I think Packers cover minus two easily. I don't hate that. Easily. I don't hate that. And, you know, last week I had five picks, but the board, it's just its just not great for me this week. I'm only going four. I'm only going four. And t- 
to remind us, to remind our listeners, we got the Buccaneers plus four and a half. We got the Buccaneers over 46 and a half. We got Chiefs, Bears under 47. And we got the Packers minus two. And finally, to wrap up, to wrap up the show, for our residential Green Bay, or Green Bay, New York fan, Kevin okay. Sweeney, I've got a little, little offer for you, Kev. I've got, I've got the New York lay. We've got the Giants wow. money line, All right. the Jets money line, the right. Bills oh, wow. money line at plus 550. Are you taking it or are you leaving it? Absolutely not. Wow. I, I think the Giants, I, I just don't think the first leg hits. I don't think it, I don't think it has any. I don't think the first leg hits. I don't think the second leg wow. hit. Remind me of the third leg. Bills money line. Well, Bills, Bills money, money line, line against who? Washington. That I like hit. that, but the Patriots own the New York Jets. That'll always it's be a fact. Not to and mention. it's Zach Wilson. Exactly. He's brutal. So I don't, I don't like that no. lie. Reject the all. offer. I'll reject it with the Giants going into San Fran uh, Thursday night. They're without Saquon. They're without mm. their best offensive player, Andrew Thomas. If Daniel Jones pulls out a win here, I will be more, ama- like more astounded than anyone else in the world. I just don't see a world where the Giants win tomorrow night. Um, and I would not take that in a heartbeat. Not at all. Understandable. All right. Understandable. All right, with that, um, uh, we want to thank any of our listeners. Uh, we want to keep the, we continue to grow this podcast, and if our listeners have anything they think would add to this show, please feel free to shoot us an email or shoot the uh, Fairfield Analy- or Sports Analytics Club an email. Uh, we always want to try to make this as entertaining as it can be for you guys, and uh, we'll be back next Wednesday night. See you later. See ya. See ya.